Welcome to Brothers Red, the unique LFC fan podcast brought to you by Five Brothers. I'm joined by Matt, Pad and Dad this evening, just a man for a crisis to discuss Man United 2, Liverpool 1. A terrible result and an abysmal performance. That's two points now from a possible nine for the start of this season. And it seems we can no longer play football very well. Um, Dad, uh, I did reference that I brought you in because it's a crisis. Um, that was a difficult watch last night, wasn't it? And um, I, I'm not really sure what to make of it. There's so many things flying around about what's wrong. But what was your take on things? Um, difficult one. Um, I thought we got out for it. Um, we seem as though we're thinking that we're still in last season. And there's too many of our top players not playing to the standard. You know, Liverpool became a really top team when we when we signed Van Dijk. Van Dijk's not doing it at the moment. He's not, he's, he's, he's playing like he's got slippers on. And he can't do that. And, and being a great admirer of Trent's over the years, but he's an absolute liability. If you, if you, if you look at all the goals we've let in, over the last 10 games, you can almost identify that they've all come on that right side. He can't defend. And Klopp is very, very loyal to him. And he's, well, he's the greatest manager in the world, but you've got to analyse that he, he can't defend. And I think the way forward for Trent, for me, is to become like a Beckham. Uh, I won't go on too long, but if you watched last night, Harvey did some really nice balls to him, very quick balls. Trent was slowing it down and going back on himself, going back on himself, going back on himself. So that's making you start again. He should be in a position where he's causing that killer pass, but he's not doing it anymore. He's not doing it. Robertson's not playing well. He's one of our big players. Ali played some good saves last night, but you expect the best goalkeeper in the world to save both of them, and we win 1-0. So, so is there a bit of that? Is there a bit of a hangover from last season then as well? I don't know. You, you, perhaps you can answer that. I don't know. But you know, you can't have four or five year plays being non-existent. And, and, and I think the four-three-three now has been sussed up. So, yeah, it was sussed out. Yeah, it's been sussed up. And, and, and you've got to be in a situation where and I, it's, it's hypocrisy to to start questioning Klopp and, and, and how good a manager he is. But I, I think he's got to change things. You know, I think go to win a game 1-0, you know, change your philosophy slightly until we get our players back. But it'd be fickle to, to criticise the players as well at this stage, wouldn't it? I wouldn't criticise them after last year, of course not, but, but there's too many players playing bad. Yeah, I kind of playing within themselves maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Bobby, Bobby looks, you know, and, I, and, it, and Bobby comes back to home. He, he looks finished. He looks absolutely finished. He's everywhere, isn't he, for some reason? He's playing so deep. Yeah. The ball's hitting his shin. He, he can't pass. Robbo's passing balls like an exocet. He's running down the wing like Trent and doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Milner tried hard. Uh, I've seen some of the, the figures for Henderson saying how Henderson played bad. I don't think Henderson played that bad last night. He's limited what he could do, of course, but at least he was getting stuck in. 
we were just we were just overrun every time they attacked. You looked they were going to score, and unfortunately, unfortunately, it's clearly obvious that all the sides are now targeting our our right side. Yeah, they target it, and all they're doing is one ball over the top, and straight away it stretches the whole back three. Well, sometimes the back two, because Robertson's generally not there. And it's it's, it's true it. that because I looked at the stats and. And actually, James, we um forty-one percent of the attacks came from their left, their left and our right. So it's an obvious ploy, isn't it? And it's a ploy that the, the other teams have been have been doing as well, isn't it? Palace and Fulham as well. So it's teams have probably that just goes in hand with what you were saying. Teams have sussed us out, haven't they? Yeah, there's, there's an easy fix for it for me. A really easy fix. If we get a sense of our back, put Gomez at right back and put Treads on the right side. If he's not doing, drag him off. Let him become a Beckham. Because he can't dribble past men, but he's got the Beckham ball. He has, he's got it. Now, he may be fantastic on that right side further up, but but I think he's in discipline. I think he's listening to his own publicity. I think he thinks he's a better player than what he is. And, and that's you've got to sometimes be critical, but I'm not being overly critical because of what they did last year. It's a magnificent season last year. And that could be all it is, James. It could be just a hangover. It could be a hangover because when you go so far and you get so close to immortality, it's got to take something out of you, you know? You know, and perhaps that was our first defeat on 22, wasn't it, last night? Yeah, first, first defeat of the season. Yeah. Well, first defeat of the calendar year. Yeah. So we're still a tremendous team. and We're critical because we expect to win every game. But isn't that fantastic? Isn't that a fantastic expectation that we expect to win every game? So that's where we are. That's where we are. And, and, and I think one of the... Sorry, I, 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 haven't, I haven't got any answers, sorry. No, no, it, it's, it's um, understandable that we all feel a little bit lost and almost discombobulated by what's happened. Um, Paddy, I think one of the, the issues that concerns me is that we had more personnel available. And I want to come on to the lineup in a second um, on the first day of the season and the, the attitude or perhaps the application wasn't right for whatever whatever word you use, the mentality of the players wasn't wasn't good enough. We weren't on the ball, and that's what happened last night. We kind of knew that United were going to fly out the traps, and we didn't seem like we were up for it. Um, and that, to me, is a concern because that didn't happen in the second match of the season, but it's happened twice now. I mean, there's there's some major structural things to talk about as well in a second, but something's not quite right psychologically I mean I don't know if there's something more fundamental at play um, but um, it was obvious last night wasn't it from the off that United outfought us uh, wanted it more and Liverpool were just um, listless again yeah it was a big pile of donkey shit wasn't it um, I, it's a frustrating when I don't know, it almost feels like a bit of the cursor or jinx when the, the assistant coach releases a book called Intensity a week before the start of the season or just after <laughs> the game and then 
the first three games, we'd, it's been the complete opposite. Um, yeah. I thought the Palace game was, was probably slightly different. I thought we deserved to win that game. Um, a couple of areas let us down. Um, but I'm not in the format of this, but if, if you analyse as well the last three games, look how many shots we're having on target. And you could say we're unlucky that we're hitting legs or we're just missing or we're hitting bodies. The reality is, as a professional footballer, you should have the, the ability and the skills to miss legs and hit the goal. And if you analyse the the the, for, uh, the, um, the Palace game and the United game, there wasn't many shots on target. And, and the head didn't have to make any outstanding saves. The best save was the one that on goal chance that hit him on the chest. That wasn't even the goalkeeper. That was one of the fullbacks. Just, we've got no shots on target. I think in the, um, yeah, I think in all three games we've created chances. I have to disagree on that one. I think it's backed up by the number of shots. It's backed up by the XG, probably averaging about two, at least two goals a game. Um, I, I think I think there's a point, in my opinion, that we look more dangerous when Nunes is on the pitch. Uh, I, I think the two wingers last night were too too wide and too deep, um, and I don't think. They, at the moment, don't really see them linking up a lot. Diaz and Mo, it doesn't seem to have that chemistry that the front three had. Um, but I think sometimes um, kind of this, the, 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 the formation and structure can make it look a lot worse. Um, I think players were isolated. I think Milner was trying to do everything. He was left back, right back, and we were pulled out of position. I think sometimes just even with the smallest tactical tweaks and tightening up can make a big difference. So I honestly think there's 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 a load of a load of things that have gone wrong in the first three games, and it's hard to narrow down one. I think one we've not mentioned is I think Klopp was going into the preseason or the, the coaching staff going into preseason thinking we need to hit the ground running, and I think they had quite an intense preseason, and one of the results of that is that we've got. 10, 11 players injured. Um, that might not be the intense preseason. It might just be a bit of bad luck, but it seems to be the same players. And it seems to be, um, it's not the first time that we've had such an injury hit um, like this. And I don't know, maybe, maybe they just got it a little bit wrong then in, in the preparation and, and we're kind of paying for it. But make no mistake, the team that was out there last night um, on paper was good enough to beat United, but they there was some some really bad performances. Um, you've, you've named a couple, uh, Trent and Milner and Van Dijk in particular, bad games, and that's what you know. It's, it's it's hard to put your finger on it. You know, is it structural? Is it the preparation? Is it a mentality thing? Is it poor performances? And to be honest, I'm. If I had to put if I put my hat on one thing, I'd probably just say it is poor performances at the moment because these lads have done it consistently for years and years. I think possibly there is a structural aging issue in the midfield, um, but I don't think that is that is not why we've not we've, we've only got two points so far. To be honest, I think um, I think there's there's, there's a, a whirlwind of, of 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 a couple of things that are going on at the moment, and um, and it's hard to to. It's hard not to see the gloom, but at the end of the day, um, we beat City a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, and we, we could have easily had seven points in those three games. Um, and we just I think we just need a win to lift the lift the gloom, to be honest, and and go from there. I mean, I was concerned, Matt, with the lineup in midfield because you, you look at the, the the back five, you look at the front three, it's not an issue. But I was surprised to see that Fabinho didn't start. He was on the bench. It seems though he was carrying a knock. For me, it wasn't a game for Harvey Elliott. Uh, Old Trafford was always going to be a cauldron and we needed someone who um, could get on the ball and be aggressive. And that's not Harvey's game. No criticism of him. Keita has picked up uh, another mystery injury after there'd been some whispers of him being unsettled at the club and being out recently because of illness. So you're looking at it as we've got quite limited options. Um, a Milner, Hendo, Harvey... Uh, midfield in a 4-3-3 was, was bound to run into problems. I think maybe Klopp should have looked at changing the system given the injury crisis that we've got in midfield. It seems as though one of the problems with Klopp is that he's, he's, he only has a plan A. There's, there's, there's no flexibility in the way he sets up, which is one of the big frustrations when we have performances like this. It almost feels as though we're we're playing into the opposition's hands. We're not at our best, but we're making it easy for the opposition. For example, by having a dysfunctional midfield and, and a high line, and then giving the ball away, it's like a it's like a perfect um, set of ingredients to produce um, counter attack football from the opposition. But is 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 there something in that? I mean, Klopp can't be criticised for an injury crisis, but, it, but should he? have done something different rather than try to plod on with 4-3-3? No, 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 it's definitely true. You know, the, the, the midfielder part partly responsible, but but also I think it was all in all compartments. The, the, the defending was was terrible and also the, the attack as well. So I don't think you can just point, point fingers at, at the midfield. What, what I would say is that obviously the plan was that that perhaps Bobby would, uh, would, would kind of fill into that midfield role and he did. He did because he was kind of everywhere, but it, it didn't work. That link between between the midfielder and the the the, the attack was ineffective. And uh, I think I think in fairness to Harvey Elliott, yeah, it didn't it didn't work being that mid midfield free, but he, he still he still did a few few good things, and he he looked quite good on the ball. I think the problem is is that he doesn't provide any protection for Trent, does he really, or, or limited? protection for Trent and that and that's the that's the big problem because Trent needs protecting and, and obviously we spoke about this uh, last year particularly haven't we about Henderson and when when Henderson tends to play in midfield particularly on that right then he offers that that protection that that Trent needs unfortunately there was there was there was no protection on that on that right hand side particularly in the first half and and, and Fabinho and, you know, as well that's one of his big jobs yeah yeah Protecting so, the fullbacks when they advance. Yeah, so really, United could have been three 0 up really at the at the start of the first first twenty twenty five minutes, which is which is quite worrying. So I, I guess that's a sign that you know that's a sign that the midfield and and defence wasn't working really. So I think it's difficult, and I think it's got to be put into context. So we've got so so many injuries as well, and obviously with with, with um, Fab having that knock at the start of the game as well. That was a real blow. So it's got to be put into context, really. Um, it's, it's difficult, but I was reading reading that 
reading a Sky Sports article as well about kind of how in the first three games we've basically been out sprinted, haven't we? We've been outran um, significantly in all three games, which which is interesting, isn't it? Because that's not something that we would we'd expect from a Liverpool team, to be perfectly honest. And um, maybe that's, uh, I don't know, maybe that's what a bit fits into what Paddy was saying, really, about the, the pre-season preparation and, uh, and the energy levels, because there was a bit of an air of lethargy, wasn't there, at times? You know, a lot of the players some, sometimes appeared to be quite kind of laboured or quite laid back in the running. And you can probably see, you've probably seen that in the first goal as well, wasn't it? Uh, so I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I, I want to talk about that first that first goal um, as well because I think it illustrates quite a few problems. But f- for me, Dad, we you know you watching the game, and Milner was playing quite far forward. You remember from the you know the opening minutes, he was often pressing with the front three, and there was a few occasions where Milner was in an advanced position and then just didn't have the ability. Which again, there's no criticism of him to do anything with it in the box. That's not 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 his game, um, particularly not at that age. But you had Elliot then on the right hand side, who for me was completely vacant, just wasn't in the game. And again, not necessarily criticism of him. Um, and then you've got Hendo playing the six role, and there's no there's no out ball. So every time Hendo brings it out, Milner and um, Elliot are nowhere near. When you pass it out to the to the fullbacks, you've got Trent, um, you know, regularly just giving the ball away, which is something which which is which is you know was, was really causing us problems. You've got Robbo bringing it up the left and going backwards because he's got no out ball, and then you've got the ridiculous situation of Firmino playing effectively like a number six, like a centre midfield role, no no forward. Uh, central threat at all, and as, as as one of you were saying, Diaz and Salah out on the wings, and he, he just having to come back in order to try and get the ball to get to get the synergy between the the, the defense and the midfield and, and the attack. So for me, there was a complete structural fail in that team, and I know Klopp's not had it easy this week because maybe he was looking at starting. Naby, or maybe he was looking at starting Fabinho, but uh, I mean, it was just um, a horror show. We just couldn't get going at all. And then, you know, they were just literally picking up the loose balls and playing straight through us. And, and, and for me, the manager has to take some blame for that because, you know, he's a top manager and tactically, we were all over the place and he had the ability with those 11 players to do something about that. And he didn't do it. I, I agree with you there, James, but I, I don't know if Fab was injured last night because he's played awful in the first two games. He did well when he come on last night. Yeah, Bobby Bobby is just a shadow of himself. He, you know, he's fit. It looks like he's finished to me. And then, but listen, I haven't played football at a high standard, but I played at a, at, a, at a low amateur standard. You get one or two players playing bad in your team, and you struggle. Brent is playing awful. That's just that's he's not creating nothing. He's giving the ball away, like you said. And if he gives the ball away, we're vulnerable. 
you know, the reality, get back to basics. You're a fullback. Defend. Defend, defend, defend. Don't let a goal in. If you don't let a goal in, you don't lose a game. You know, it's got to get, we've got to get back to basics. And I, I don't criticise Milner too much. I think what I liked about Milner last night, and I know he's been criticised a lot, he never stopped trying. He was jumping about, but we never, we never won the 50-50 challenges. That first goal was a great indicator. We, we're not winning the 50-50 challenges. In the three games that I've watched this season, we're not winning 50-50 challenges. And sometimes we're not winning two challenges on the run. You know, so I don't know what it is. I, you know, I don't know what it is, but the reality is that United, listen, Liverpool were a much better footballing team than United last night. If you want to get into football, we play some really good football, non penetrative And what I was disagree with you, not disagree with you, Patrick, is that yeah, you may have these XGs and all this. The reality is we're not getting, you've got to kick the ball towards them posts. You've got to make that keeper in there, save it. We're not hitting the posts. We had to, the hair had to pull off two great saves. Fab oh. had a good header at the back post. No, it was that ball that the ball Trent cut, cut, cut their team open and nearly got Diaz. He was almost through on goal. We, two saves, the hair, I think. And that was just a poor, and that near post header. A professional keeper would save that easy. You know, where's where the flying saves? Where's where the one on ones? Nothing, nothing. You know. You know, we were watching. I, I think we were. I think we, we were toothless, to be honest. I thought there was no. I thought the game, the game was won and lost in the first half an hour. They put their bodies on the line to stop it. Palace put their bodies on the line. Fulham put their bodies on the line. Van Dyke put his hands behind his back and said, "Yeah, put it in that corner, please." You know, when Van Dyke is playing, he controls the whole defense. He strolls across. He did it a couple of times. Last time. He tackled. He, he, he's not getting across like he used to. I don't know what it is with him. He's playing with his slippers on. He's he's believing his own publicity. Yeah. The reality with him, he didn't. He played awful last night, and Trent played awful last night, and they're supposed to be our two biggest players. You can't win a game, and, and, and with Robertson. Yeah. Robertson's not played well for a long time. Mm. He's running like a train down the wing, and then he passes the ball to Diaz like an exocet pass. And, and generally, Diaz has got two players on him. You know, it's not working. It's not working. And because Bobby was so deep last night, they could double up on each side. And I haven't talked about it. But Mo last night was a passenger. He was just looking pretty on the ball. He wasn't taking people on. He's an incredible dribbler. He wasn't taking people on last night. He got bullied out and he wasn't running back defending. So I play a better second half. Slightly, yeah. Slightly. You, you know, we, there, were, there were some positives though. We did we, again we did respond to the second half. Yeah, and we did and we and did pull, sides too. And we and we did pull one back. It was a, you know, it was a great goal type thing. So the, the what it wasn't all was all negative. I thought, I thought Ali was outstanding in net. Some of the saves he made as well. He made two good saves. He made, he made two. two I'll t- tell you who's, who's, two, the, really who's the player made a difference last night to me. And I'm sorry to interrupt you because I'm not used to the format on this. It's Carvalho. Every time he's come on that kid, he's done something. But what I like about him is his aggression. He's, he's a nasty little bugger. I like that. I like that. He, he's nasty. And he's direct. And, and, and he made that goal last night. And he could have had two volleys. He could be immortality. So, you know, to me, what I would have done last night, I would have brought Cavalier. 
I would have put Diaz in the centre and said, just murder him. Just run him around and murder him. Just cause mayhem. Took Bobby off. And then I, that's what I would have done. But listen, Klopp's, Klopp's the man. No, but, I mean, but we're not going to win nothing this year with Trent playing in that right. Was being sussed up. Get Gomez at right back. And we get another centre-back back. Put Trent in on the right side of midfield and tell him to create. Tell him to create. Yeah, he creates and creates. I, I, I think, Pad, we've got echoes of, um, you know, in a, a small way, I suppose, 2021 here, we went on that horrendous run where we, we lost the load, load of games and obviously we managed to put it back and get qualified for the Champions League. But I, I think Klopp has a brilliant system. But if it if it's not working or if it's not calibrated or he's not got the personnel in, it, it can fold like a pack of cards. And I, th- I think, to me, one of the frustrations of that season was that, you know, we remember we weren't playing centre-halves at centre-back. I feel as though um, last night, particularly going to Old Trafford, knowing that um, they were going to be, you know, absolutely wild in the way they were going to try to start the game, we just need to be a bit more humble show a bit of humility, be a bit more practical and say, let's just, particularly given, you know, we've conceded the opening goal in the last, whatever it is, seven or eight games. Let's let's try to be solid and compact and functional with what we've got available. And let's try not to concede. And and that, that to me is a frustration, Pat, because I... I don't take any comfort from the fact that Liverpool dominated the possession uh, in the second half, because for me, the game was already over. United had got the goal um, in the first, you know, first half an hour and the rest of the match was just Liverpool ineffectually trying to score a goal. And I, I, I disagree with you and I agree with that. I, I think there was no threat at all until Carvalho came on and, and, and provided a bit of impetus. So, so for me, and Matt, I disagree with you slightly because I, I think it would be wrong to take any comfort from the second half performance because of the, the domination of the ball. Because I think United let us dominate the ball because they're not very good. You know, they are in absolute turmoil at the moment. And Liverpool turned up and played right into their hands. And there are injury problems at the moment, but we had 11 good players who could have been organised to play in a better way, in a better system last night. And the manager didn't do that. What the manager did is played a 4-3-3 because that's the way we play. But last night, it, it, it was just a recipe for disaster. And I, I don't know how you feel about that point, Paddy, but because for me, it felt that, that was a, there was an air of inevitability of, of what was coming. I, mean, I felt a bit trepidatious before the match, but then I see that we're playing a high line and, you know, and, and I, I can see that you know, Diaz and Salah are isolated and we've got no one up front. It just looked a complete shit show to me. <laughs> yeah, well, I think in terms of the, the attacking point, I think we, we lost our four best attackers. So I think United took out the press, which is used to be Klopp's biggest weapon. And what they did, they were playing direct. They didn't care that they, they didn't retain the ball. They were just like, we're crap on the ball. Let's give it to them. They'll make a mistake. 
Third eye, number one, um, creative threat. Second threat, arguably Thiago. So the way we changed our game a little bit as well, okay, we're going to get this guy in midfield and we're going to we're going to have more possession of the ball. So we need more skillful players and we need someone further up the pitch slightly who can still do the work going backwards, but can still pick pick a pass or did it tempo. So Thiago was missing and then and there was no one really replaced him directly. Like you said, I think Robbo's possibly lost something because of that, because the, he used to have an, a nice knit. There used to be, um, on each side, there was a triangle. And I think Robbo's triangle, him, Mane, and um, I think it was like Chan or was it Wijnaldum, that worked well for everybody. There was a nice balance of covering. With Thiago, maybe he's a li- it's not quite the same because of the energy. And so, so that, that's the second weapon gone. Third weapon gone was Mane, but I feel Diaz has replaced him, although still a bit raw. I don't think he's linking as well with the other teams as much as Mane was. And I still think, he, you know, he needs a couple more goals. He, he is getting into chances and he, he's, he's missing them a lot. He's got a screen every week. And then the fourth weapon is, is Trent. And Trent just had an absolute stinker. And there's nothing more to say. I, I don't buy into that all he can't defend because you defend as a team. And he just, he's so important to us. What I would like to see from him is when he is having a bad game, it's like Dad said, just use your head a little bit. Don't be trying a 40, 50-yard pass, trying to uh, trying to um, undo what you've done. Build your way back into the game. You know, it's what you tell the youngsters, isn't it? It's just like, just play it safe, kind of like, you know, just feel your way in. I feel like he's, he got an early yellow card. He doesn't like playing against Rashford. He had the, um, you know, United fans in his ear. And he just, he was just terrible. So I think on the attacking point, though, We've lost, we've lost all, we lost all our four, four biggest weapons really. And I yeah. think um, there's there's ways we can get it back, um, yeah. but it like you said, it might it might involve a bit of a tweak. And then I think the other way to get it back is, and I've been we've been saying this for a couple of years is, I think you really need a big engine in midfield. You need to get that kind of player in because if Thiago's not in the midfield, you can't recreate anyone like him. So what you need to do is get a, you need to get energy and, and physicality on the midfield. And I know he sometimes plays Milner and Henderson, but we've shown that Henderson and Milner can't do it when they're in the number eight position anymore. Especially Milner, he gets there, he doesn't know what to do. He's fallen over the ball. Um, I thought Milner had a really bad game. It was, he was trying his heart, heart out, but... He just every time he had ball went backwards or fell over or was clumsy in foul players, and um, so that's that's what I'd say about about attacking options. But I did think I did think we created chances, um, especially in the second half. I take the point that um, Carvalho made a difference, Fab made a difference. Um, so I, I do I, I do think there's a bit of there's a bit of light there. You can you can take that, but I mean the way we're starting games, the first thirty minutes. You can't keep giving a goal away. You can't keep going one nil behind. And so yes. something's got to change. I don't know what they're doing, but at the start of that start of the game, they need to keep it tight or play more compact or just build in slowly and be a bit more patient. But at the end of the day, it, 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 there is a pattern. There's a pattern that we're going one nil behind, but it's because we're pushing too many players forward because the balance in the midfield isn't right. Isn't right, and then. 
players are out of position. And that's when we're getting caught. When Robbo and Trent are up the pitch, it's two on two at the back. You know, we had Nat Phillips playing the other week against um, um, Saha. I mean, there's just, there's, there's, it's just fine tuning. And it, they, play, they play with high risk at the back, which is fine. It's worked. But if it goes wrong, you get beat 7-2. You get you could be 3-0 down at Old Trafford. And that is down to the players in those positions, making those decisions. You know, there were some bad, bad games. It doesn't mean we throw the formation out the window. It doesn't mean we can't win anything with Trent because we've won everything with Trent. It, it's, it's just down. It's, that, it's down to the players. It's down to the players. Too many gaps, Pat. If you had an ideal view of that game last night and you looked at the defence, there's too many gaps. And it's a Trent can't defend, he can't. He's not disciplined, so we're not controlled. We bet if we were playing Trent on that right side, is to play three at the back. Put Matip in the middle, Van Dijk on disagree. one side. I disagree. Do we get so much possession? Why would we have three, three defenders at the back? Yeah, We've got good centre halves. Wouldn't be defended like Mark Lawrence when he's. We have we have three at the back, Dad. We yeah. have three at the back. You bring Mark because, Lawrence because and you bring, bring him through the centre. Yeah, but Fab's. Yeah, but. Uh, but that, that's what I'm saying. The structure's there to have three at the back. And what I'm saying is it's not being implemented properly. So when when Fab's when Fab's playing normally, six is playing normally. There's three at the back. Put a full back it's, in. It's not. It's not. Not. It's not. It's not four three three all the time. It's dynamic. I mean, I, I, I'm you know, just... if, you get knocked, if you're doing boxing and you get knocked out with a left hand, you cover your face. Now, what's happening? We're not covering that right side. If you analyse how many goals we've let in on that right side, yeah, it's not good enough. That's the simplest of it. So this 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 rubbish to say that now Trent's a great player. I really admire the lad. I think he's, he's, he's everything that I want from a Liverpool player. But he can't defend because he can't get back. And he's just, and he, he he can't do it. He can't defend. He needs to. He needs to do more. He can't. He can't defend a whole side of the pitch to himself. Yeah. What happens is the press isn't been good enough, or it's being, um, it's being bypassed. It the press last night was four at the four at the like James said there was a it was a, it was aggressive press. We were playing four four two four. Word, did it? And all, no, but what because because it precisely the press didn't work, and so you're saying um, you're criticizing Trent, but what you're saying is he's being left one on one because the, the press was being bypassed. Oh, he's too far. So there's, a, there's, so there's the first, so there's the first structural failure with the press, and that's nothing to do with Trent. The second failure is um, the the number six or the number eight Milner Hendo, whoever's supposed to be covering, is not backing him up. The third failure is the centre halves. The centre halves were not close enough. They didn't move over enough. The space in behind, they weren't closing down the runners. No, so almost, Trent, almost Trent, well. Trent played awful on the ball, but he was so isolated one on one so many times, two on one. That it's just it's not as simple to say he can't defend because he's showing he can defend. We've won, we've won the league, won the Champions League. He's not a bad defender at all. He's, he's being isolated in a, in a, in a structure. I think I think I think last night is perhaps the, the wrong wrong game to analyze to to unravel this debate because Trent um, had a nosebleed and um, unusually bad in possession kept giving the ball away and that's what led to the second goal. He just kind of floated one of the one of the aimless sort of passes 
then it comes uh, back to, to Henderson. He miscues the ball. Van Dyke missed the tackle. And then Gomez plays the offside trap. And it's just a, a comedy of errors. But Trent was um, unusually um, lethargic for the first goal as well, because he, he he's in a position where they just play a quick one-two round him. There's no cover for him in fairness. Elliot's not in the right position. Hendo's too late in coming over. But then he's just like jogging very languidly in the penalty box as they're sort of readying themselves with Milner flying across Sancho to, to, to score the opening goal. And as you say, Dad, you know, sort of uh, Van Dyke has got his hands behind his back as if all this is beneath him, you know, and he's for, he's forgot the basics of being a centre-half. Um I just think I just think part go through the team and tell me what's but anyway, all you said go through the whole team and tell me you played well last night. Start off the keeper, you played well last night. Alison was good, okay. I'll accept yeah, he was good, he was good. He made two good saves. Diaz and Salah were the only we were talking about Trent were blue in the face, okay. Gomez, he looked rusty. He didn't have that pace. He didn't have that drive. He didn't have that aggression. Van Dyke, awful. Robinson, awful. Milner tried his best, but not very good. Henderson tried his best, not very good. Harvey was doing little passes, but when he was giving passes out, it, it was all stopping and coming back on yourself. Bobby, awful. Mo strolling. Diaz, like a Tasmanian devil running around, nothing. So the whole basis, that's why we lost. <laughs> yeah. I think I, that's why we lost. No, I, no, but I, I, what, what really is driving me round the bend is, and we talk about coming back to Trent again, you know, you're playing a high line and you've got a back four with Milner, Henderson and Elliot in front of it. They've hardly ever played together. And Elliot is up on the right and Hen and, and sorry, Milner's up, up in the middle somewhere. And it, it you know, this system actually works, but it, it, it is, it is a system on a tightrope at times. And you've got no functionality whatsoever in that midfield. So this, this, this is what annoys me. Why is there not a plan B to say, right, the first 20 minutes here, you know, we're missing some key players. We haven't got Tiago. We haven't got Fabinho. Let's just play this tactic. Let's just drop our full... We said this in the past. Let's let's just drop in. Let's bring the centre-halves back 10 yards. Let's get the ball clear. Play proper long balls now. I mean, not 40-yard not balls sideways that put, put the opposition on the attack. Let's dig in a bit. Let's scrap for every ball. Let's abandon our press because, as Paddy said, all they were doing was just knocking long balls over the press and play the percentages. And, and then after half an hour, if you've not done anything, at least you've kept it solid and you've won the ability to start getting on the ball. Because what would have happened last night if that would have been quiet for half an hour is that the fans would have started turning on them because they're in complete turmoil, as I've said. You know, they're, they're planning a, a protest before the game. You know, that that stadium could have flipped. And we, we allowed them in being, you know, 
all over the place at, at the start of that game to get the crowd on side. And then, you know, then they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything about it. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm repeating the same point, but um, other than the fact that, you know, certain players like, like Van Dyke and Trent and Milner um, had very, very poor games. For me, the manager is setting us up to fail because the personnel are not there to play that sort of formation. He's not taking account of the environment and he's not taking into account the form and rhythm of the players. So all he's doing is being bloody minded. And I don't know whether he was thinking, right, well, I want the owners to back me in terms of getting in a midfielder. I'm going to put this midfield out and they'll, they'll really see um, how bad we are. I mean, that's perhaps a bit of a bit of a cynical view on things, but, but for me, I just, I just think if you, you know, if you, like you use the analogy of a boxing match, if, you know, if you go in with a strategy and you're getting your head boxed off, you have to change. You can't just carry on with the same tactics. You have to actually do something. And I just feel as they played into their hands, and then and, and it was they all did over. Change, didn't they? I don't think criticise a formula that's worked so well over so for for so many yeah. seasons. It's it's very difficult, isn't it? And and uh, obviously it's hindsight, isn't it? Because Elliot, uh, the start of last season, fitted him fitted him very well, and of course he got that injury as well. He's had a good pre-season as well, so and he and he fancies him, so he he probably thought that he could do a better job, and then. And then, if you think about it, is we've not got that many. We haven't got any any players to play apart from Milner and Henderson in in, in midfield because because Fab's out, and so so there's no one else to come in. So so uh, I know what you're saying, but but he had to play that midfield because he had no he had no other options. Uh, and I think what he thought was he thought that the combination of Milner and Henderson could probably could could probably bully their midfield because. They had Ericsson, he's not really an out and out midfielder in that in that sense. Um, so I think I think before the game, even though it was a weaker midfield, we thought, well, actually, if, if we press, we could get the we could get the we could we could probably we could probably out battle them in midfield. It didn't it didn't work, it didn't work like that, obviously, because they bypassed the midfield. But I don't think you can criticize Klopp in any any shape or form for the for the formation that he, that he's stuck with. Because he has faith in it, and it's and it's never it's never let us down. Apart from that season with the with the injuries, and and, he, and that was the midfield he had to, he had to play because they were the only players that were available. Yeah. What did Angelotti say after the Champions League final about Liverpool? Predictable. <laughs> yeah, predictable. And that's unfortunately where it is now. We're predictable teams. Teams know how to beat us. Yeah. But but I I I think Matt's made some sensible points there, Pad, and um, I I hear what he's saying. I mean, I don't think Klopp had a lot of options about about necessarily the personnel that he that he could put on the pitch. I mean, we can see. I mean, other than perhaps playing, you know, Carvalho on the on the left and pushing Diaz down the middle or putting Salah down the middle, um, you're still ultimately left with. With maybe Elliot and Milner and, and Henderson in that team, um, the 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 frustration for me is that, um, as I've already said, it, it 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 looks as though we we don't have an ability to play in a in a pragmatic way um, when when we're in we're in difficulties when things are not going our way, 
And um, I think part of what this comes down to now is that after discussing it a few weeks ago um, and, and about saying, well, do we have enough players in midfield? The, the answer now is looking as though we don't have enough players in midfield pad because, you know, Thiago's picked up a, a, an injury which is going to keep him out for a while and we did prognosticate that that might happen. Um, there's, there's, you know, uncertainty about Naby. Curtis has got some sort of stress fracture. So Klopp knows that he only wants to play this particular way and he doesn't actually have reli- reliable, I'm forgetting to mention Ox, doesn't have reliable personnel to actually implement this plan. So I don't know if, I mean, is he asking, is he asking the owners to back him? I mean, we know that he wanted to Shemeni who went to Real Madrid, but looking at this now, bearing in mind what we now know that players who we thought might get injured have now got injured. I think we need to actually just get into the transfer market and get a midfielder. I'm not saying get any midfielder, but if we've got a list of, of, of two or three players, I think we need to move heaven and earth to try and get them because it is a concern, this. I mean, you know, Liverpool can easily strike back in the next game, but um, if Klopp's just going to play on with this system, he's going to need the players to implement it. Yeah, I think the Ox, Keita, Thiago roughly play 50% of the games or, or less um, and we said that could happen at the start of the season we had nine midfielders three still only young lads um, but it's happened they've they've actually they've got injured and this season is a strange season because you've got two halves compact and the games are going to come thick and fast and if we're looking a little bit short on legs at the moment and what's it going to be like when you're playing three three games a week? Um, I really think they need that that energy. I think I can understand what you're saying at the start of the season in terms of, you know, you've got you've got numbers, you've got to trust the players, and probably looking at on the on the on the, on the, the balance sheet as well and saying, look, we've got nine midfielders, we can't afford more wages. That's not how we run. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is it, is a, is a bit of a crisis because you've got at least three of them out, and they're not just three of the nine. The the three senior midfielders, aren't they? Average age, what twenty eight? Um, how can you compete in all four fronts with um, without three senior midfielders? Really, you've still got the other three, but the other three, Fab, Hendo, and Milner themselves are injury prone I and mean, their average age is about 33 or 32 um, and then you've got the young lads and you can't compete against De Bruyne, Silva uh, go on, uh, Rodri in midfield with, um, with bones of a midfield it, like, it, it's, it's not, I don't think it's I don't think the quality is, is there but I don't think there's the legs and the engine there to play the amount of games that are coming up so I think we flagged it as a concern at the start of the season. Now it's now it's materializing, and I really think that they, they, they need to they need to buy someone. Um, but there's politics, isn't there? I think I think Klopp's has changed his his word in the last couple of days, and so as Ian said, he's basically saying it's it's tough shit. The owners have said um, that's the kind of indication. Whereas before, he was saying we don't need it. We've got nine players. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I think. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's just a 
Australia club, Liverpool. It's just, you know, you think it can't get worse, and sometimes and it does sometimes. And it's like we had the centre-half problem. We were like, we won't lose another one. We won't lose another one. You know, what happens if we lose, if we lose Fab and Hendo, which could happen? Because yeah. they, you know, they look at they look at their injury injury um, form, and they don't really last a month or two. So, it's this could get worse. Um, and I really think we need a lift for the club, and I think we need a just we need we need a body, we need quality, we need engine in that midfield. That's my pitch, uh, John Henry. We need someone like a Declan Rice. We need we need that robust energy that can break the line. He runs and breaks the line, and we haven't got any. He's like nine hundred million, though. Isn't he? I know he's nine hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, I, sometimes, I you to, sometimes you have to take the chance on that. I, I remember going back to the old days when, when Man United got uh, Ince and they, and they got Robson and then they got Keane, and we never got Shearer. They, they're the difference. Them big players make a difference. They make it. Now I'm not saying Declan. Now they, they're looking at this Bellingham for next year. I've not seen anything in that Bellingham that I, that I fancy. He, he's just he looks a good footballer, but but I don't know what else he offers. He's a risk. He's only in twenty as well, isn't he? It's this obsession with with buying something that you can sell on. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it, it's a bit of a headache and. Um... We know this, this 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 team does have the ability to get into a very funky run of form. I mean, twenty twenty one is coming back to my mind. As I say, when they lost, what was it? Was it six six on the spin at home? Was it? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Had a really bad spell. And obviously, the, we didn't have the crowd that season. There were other factors, but um, I would I would like to see Liverpool not helping the opposition when they're struggling. I'd like to see Liverpool adapting to circumstances like uh, a vociferous away crowd and a pumped-up team and, and, and a, an injury crisis in midfield by adapting the way they play. I'd like us to, to stop, you know, putting our most offensive players furthest away from goal. I mean, he could have played Salah down the middle. We could go on and on. At the end of the day, it's been a terrible start to the season. You know, I was hoping that we we would be flying out the traps. I don't know whether it's injuries. I don't know whether it's um, uh, a sort of psychological hangover from last season, and whether we're missing Mane a bit, um, which we which we thought might have been something that that could affect us. Um, but um, we're just going to have to try and dig it out. I mean, we've got Bournemouth, haven't we? I think. Yeah. Uh, Next game, um, that's that's at home. We've got, I think, three of our next four are at home. Um, so just hopefully being at home will give us that opportunity to come out of this rut. And, and, and players like Van Dijk and, and Trent are going to show up with 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 some real intensity on the next occasion, because we can all accept getting getting beaten, but. Um, when we're out fought at the key part of the game, and the, and the manager's out thought as well in terms of his setup, that that's pretty hard to take. And you know, I, I mentioned it. Man United are a really poor side. I mean, they're, they're they're all over the place. I mean, they've lost the opening two games, and to not put them to the sword last night was just really, really, really hard to take. 
Um, but we're just going to have player. to get on with it, aren't we? I mean, uh, we're just going to have to get on by. with it and stay positive. It was a good performance by them last night, wasn't it? No, they, they battle for everything and they beat us and they beat us 2-1. You know, you can beat a good side by our battling them. But we had too many players playing bad last night. You know, that's the reality. And I probably agree with what Matthew said. You know, listen to what you're saying. And the side wasn't bad last night. It's just too many players played bad. And they didn't win the little battles. They didn't intimidate them. You know, you know Bruno, oh, goodness gracious me, you know, go through him. Yeah. Go through him. You know what I mean? I know. Ericsson, go through him. No, there was nothing going on like that. Milner was trying to, but perhaps he hasn't got it anymore. Yeah. That's well, sense of midfield enough. It's, I mean, we, we, we could spend, you know, the next few hours going over this. I mean, it was a real a real kick in the face watching that last night. And Nunes wants Nunes wants five weeks wages for getting sent off, doesn't he? Well, Stupid. you know, it, 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 Nunes is playing, then you've got you've got you're you're again you're a little bit more equipped to deal with it. I mean, it, he of course was mayhem last night. Him, yeah, with the bullies, those two centre halves, yeah, yeah. There's no big miss. Big miss. We look, we look, we look dangerous when he's in the team. I know, I know, his finishing's been a bit questionable, but he's getting he's getting four or five chances every half. He's king, yeah. king of the shit, isn't he? I mean, yeah. what 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 we absolutely need to do is win the next game by hook or crook. I don't care how we do it, but we've got to stop the rot. Um, and that, that's got to be the focus. That game's gone. Let's let's win the next game. We've got to, you know, we've and we've got to try to win it with a combination of grit and quality. Anyway, guys, I don't think there's much point in carrying on with this. Uh, it's gone now. Um, uh, we need to build from here and um Pad Klopp's got to do something, hasn't he? No, I was just going to say um, it's Champions League draw this week, isn't it? So that might be something to distract us. My uh, my money's on us drawing Bayern in the group. We've just got a feeling. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I can't really think about Champions League at the moment, but it's a it's a fair point. It might it might prove to be a welcome distraction. Um, yeah, he might be drawing away as well. They'll they'll have battlers as well. Any team that's Morning now, we'll outrun us. Celtic in the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep for that. No, they got, yeah. they, they got frustrating because they winning the league. Oh, well, oh, that, yeah. Liverpool, anyway. have got to win. Liverpool have got to win the battle uh, and, and win the right to play. And uh, they're not they're not doing that. They've not done that against Fulham. And they've not done that against Man United. And that's why, you know, they've come away with uh, one point from those two games. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Let's try to um, stay positive. Um, and uh, hopefully we can just turn it around next week against Bournemouth. Up the Reds. You've been listening to Brothers Red, an LFC fan podcast. Your host was James Cullen. Contributors were Matthew, Francis, Patrick and Andrew Cullen. Music and production by Helen Lyon. The best word I can say when I describe this was boom. <laughs> <laughs>